I immediately thought that's one of the best on ball and off ball defenders in the game. Like he's always focused. Who for what? Um, um, green, green, yeah. green. You don't know that, yeah. but like when look at him when he's off ball, how he just denies the ball to 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 his man. He's just amazing, man. He's he's a defensive player. Like when yeah. when I had that we uh go green. I've no I've seen him for his defensive side. His three mm-hmm. point shot has always been on point. Yeah. But he also is a very defense. he's a good defensive player. Smart so one. and a smart one. Yeah. So like the addition of Kawhi, his wingspan and everyone knows Kawhi, he's won the defensive player of the uh, defensive player of the year twenty fourteen. He did it twice, yeah. Twice. Yeah. Two year time. So the defensive end of Kawhi we all knew. Yeah. Green was the extra. Yeah. Um, Okay. And we're probably going to have him for at least two years. I think he has at least one more year where he can be very effective defensively, you know? Huh. Green. So I'm very happy we got him. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. mad at the trade at all. So we can agree all of us are happy with the trade. Yeah. Well, with that trade, I think yes. it was. I think what it was, too, though, with the trade was that, like, I don't know if this is facts, but, like, there was like drama behind it about how they told him that he wasn't gonna get oh, traded. Oh, Rosen? Yeah. Yeah, and then they did. It's like, well, like, what's the story on that? Like, I only oh, heard bits oh, and pieces. You know. Also, what I mean? it's not confirmed, but like, he was. We had made him the franchise, like the face of the team. Yeah. Uh, so he was. I guess he expected to spend and uh, finish his career here in Toronto. But I guess the opportunity opened up and yeah. of having Kawhi. I do not see why you would not take that. Yeah, but I think he meant the fact that he was told he wasn't gonna be traded, and he like, still was traded. Happen, yeah, did that it did it? happen, but I don't blame Masai. I would have done the same thing if it was Masai. Why he's on the market? Yeah, I, like I would have still told Rosen, "Hey, you're not being traded." But if I still could trade him, I would, un, until I trade trade him, I would I would have told him he was not being traded because that's a businessman. True, you know, because like, we keep forgetting that basketball it's a business. is a business. Yeah, you can't just be trusting people. I mean, yeah, you know, it's all cute when you can trust your GM, yeah. but yeah. yo, if I'm trying to make business, because, yeah. all right, let's look at it this way, right? It, it would have been so awkward for Masai to tell the Rosen he was actually trying to trade him and he does not actually get the trade. How awkward would that be, though, if the trade didn't happen? You know what I mean? Well, you what's just the timeline of this happening? Like, it was so like let's just a week say, before. So let's just so. How did it even come about that? Well, he mentioned that he wasn't going to trade him. Well, we every everybody knew Kawhi was available, right? Yeah. And I think it was in Vegas about a week before. Uh, the Rosen's like, oh, you know, I hear my my name is in, you know, I the hear rumors about my name. You know, it was either so him yeah, or Larry. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, I thought it was gonna have to be DeRozan because if you're smart and you look at the contracts, DeRozan is not gonna can't be your best player if you wanna win a championship. At least you yeah. can have Lowry who has less money, and he's still gonna be the second good best player anyway. So yeah. like, you don't really lose anything if you keep him. You know? I think yeah. trade for trade, I think it was a fair trade. Toronto got the better out of it. I feel personally, I feel Toronto got to get uh, a fully finished. Uh, player, mm-hmm. uh, whereas DeRozan, he's in the right fit for him. He has a good coach. He has a good surrounding around him, which will improve his game yeah. as a player. But if you were Masai, right? Oh, definitely. let's say let's say five five days before, right? Mm-hmm. Five days before DeRozan hears that his name is in the rumors. Hey, he might get traded for Kawhi. 
if he asked you, would you have told him yes? Uh, no, until I'm sure that <laughs> exactly. Kawhi is going to exactly. end up on my okay, doorstep. Okay. Yeah. If until I'm 100% sure that that deal is going to get signed on paper, yeah. I'm telling you, you'll stay. Exactly. Because yeah. then you, if if it doesn't happen, it's about di- it's, it's about dynamic. You're going to start yeah. a season yeah, like yeah, looking yeah. at your GM being like, oh, you, I was on the block and you wanted to trade me. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be here and play yeah. for you. So it makes the whole oh, season. Yeah, okay. It feels like the Butler situation in Minnesota. Huh. Because Butler wanted to leave, but they do not want to trade him. And there were teams, apparently, from what also this was Bob Rumor talking, and he did an interview with uh, ESPN where he's like, there were Jimmy teams, Butler? yeah, Jimmy Butler, there were teams that came to Minnesota to mm-hmm. offer the money that he wants because Minnesota was not giving him. He wanted uh, he he's he's. Uh, now ready to take a full contract. I forget what it's called. Uh, max. Uh, the max contract, which is about, I think they're estimating it to be for him about 100 to 150 million mm. in total, maybe for a four or five year contract. But he can take five. Minnesota was already going to offer um, their big. Call Anthony. Yeah, Call Anthony Towns. Or if offering him a full contract because he's their future. If they offered uh, Butler a contract, they would be over the max. So they were not offering him that. So that's why he was like, okay, you're not going to give me the money, but you're giving it to Carl, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns, and you already gave Wiggins the full contract. Yeah. Let me go. Let me go yeah. somewhere where I offered the contract, and yeah. I'll be the man of the yeah. team. Yeah. So apparently rumors came that I think the contract that had been offered was from Miami. But then the Wolves, uh, Minnesota, refused to take it. That's what started the whole drama where he comes back. You mean the trade or contract? No, like the, the, the trade that they wanted, to, like mm-hmm. they were willing to give yeah. Minnesota, yeah. Or buy him out, take him and offer him the money he wants. Because Wade was not, they were not sure if Wade was going to come back this year. No, he announced No, they would have not bought him out. That's, no, that's too, you mean trade him? Huh? Yeah, trade him. Oh, but okay. like Miami was willing to take on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And offer him his full contract, but I guess Minnesota didn't want to let him go for some reason. I don't know. Well, he's um, definitely a Pat Riley dude. I mean, Butler is definitely a Miami dude. Like, you know, lean guy, long, athletic. He's definitely a Miami he dude. Like a Miami yeah. Guy, so. so that's why the whole situation before the season happened, that drama where he comes in opening season and in training camp, is like he plays with uh, reserves and beats the main team. Oh, yeah, yeah. And causes that whole drama that started. So I like Butler though. Yeah, I like he's Butler. a full on. He's he's one. He's like uh, Westbrook. He will give you a hundred percent no matter what. But I think he's smarter. <laughs> he's a smarter Westbrook. Smarter Less uh, at any point of the game. Well, Westbrook is known to be a smart guy in general, but not when it comes to basketball. Like, the decisions he will make at the end of a game are very questionable. And and that's, what, that's why his teams have, you know, have been underachieving since Kevin Durant left. Because his coach, what, what is, what's his name, Billy Donovan, mm-hmm. is scared to actually tell him something. I believe Same thing was with Scott Brooks. Yeah. For me, I believe Westbrook thing is that he knows his talent. Wherever team he would go, he would be the main guy. And he's also a person who is willing to speak his mind. So if it's not in the right fit for him with the right coach that can balance that power out, you're right. He would overpower the coach. 
which I don't know if he's done that to Donovan. I know. Oh, definitely. He's overpowered. He's, he's, he's been the one in power for every coach. Scott Brooks is too nice. That's why he never really called plays. It was just Durant and Westbrook. He had to go. Billy Donovan comes. You know, there's the hope, okay, we're actually going to play as a team. Kevin Durant actually thinks, oh, maybe Westbrook will change his ways. Same thing, bro. No, okay, talking about uh, Kevin Durant and Westbrook, I'm going to go back in time when Kevin Durant, Westbrook, and James Harden won the seven. Those three were on one team. Yeah. If things had worked out, where do you think of what 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 what's work? What what is because what like all of them were very by working out because they were all on one team. Imagine a team with Westbrook, James Harden, and then Kevin Durant in the Washington Finals with Golden State right now. Well, you I know. think they would have been better than Golden State. Yeah, probably, but you know, but because team. the thing is that Westbrook, Westbrook is a dominant player, James Harden is a dominant player. Yeah, so like their game style. But James Harden never really thought of himself that way until they refused to give him five million dollars over what they actually offered him. They they offered him the contract to resign, mm-hmm. and he asked for five more million dollars, like not per year, total, total, and they did not want to offer him that, and that's why he left. And then he went to prove it. And then he went to Houston, (laughs) and he's like, oh, well, yo, I'm actually pretty damn good. (laughs) You know? I don't think they ever had uh, um, bad chemistry. Because, like, uh, I've watched, like, uh, I watch a lot, like, in the mornings, wake up and watch all of these sports uh, channels, uh, sports uh, medias, media personalities, and people are like, why do you think However much like Oklahoma has had this roll in and roll out of good talent, why have they never won? And the one constant, there is only one constant. What do you think it is? Westbrook. Well, is the one it constant. Is, uh, I, I like to call him Westbrook. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he does not think, bro. I'm not the only one. Actually, there's this other dude, he has a YouTube channel, that's how he calls him too. Like, he just, I don't understand what, the way he, like, I love to see him putting so much effort and he's so talented. I like his bounds. I like his passion. Okay. But the decisions he will make at the end of games, oh my god. They just kill me. Okay. They kill me. This is a question now I have for both of you. So do you think Paul George made the right decision to stay? Or it would, should he have, like the, the rumors that the, the Lakers wanted him to come to him and LeBron to be in the Lakers? Wanna go first, Kyle? What was his option? The Lakers? Yeah, so the Lakers, there was rumors that because they had the cap space, so they would take him and offer him a full contract. Mm -hmm. On top of that, he gets to join LeBron and all these young kids that are there now. Yeah. But he chose to take the contract from Oklahoma and stay. If I were him, I would have taken LA. You would have taken LA? Why? Because it just suits his game style. Like, okay, because. LA doesn't really have shit like Paul George isn't like top shooter obviously, but like he can knock down you can you yeah. can he's he can catch efficient. you know? He he's can catch efficient. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem with the Lakers right now, I think we were talking about yesterday, yeah. was that they don't have a lot of shooters. Paul George would even though he's not the top shooter, he would still spread the floor a little bit. And even though it's just by like maybe one or two steps that you're splitting the floor by, 
that makes a big dis- difference, especially when you got LeBron on your team. You know what I mean? You can find you. LeBron is already going to pull defenders to him towards him, okay. so that's creating space for everyone else. And leaving Paul George with his mid-range shot and his creation as well, on top of that. You know what? I see your point, Cal. You know, but then does anyone know why Kyrie Irving wanted to leave LeBron? Did he ever speak on it? I, 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 I don't know. I haven't kept it. Yo, I'll tell you this. Well, I don't think he's spoken on it in full detail. Not yeah. in full details. Okay. Well, I've always said I'm a LeBron fan, as in like I'm a fan of his game, right? And I've been watching LeBron. I've I've, I've been watching LeBron mm-hmm. for years, and I watched him last year, and I'm watching him this year. LeBron's focus since the beginning of last year is stats padding. That's why stats. you know stats padding. He's trying to he's trying to actually like um, win the scoring record. He's trying to break records. He like I believe, I personally believe LeBron is more individually. Uh, he's trying to get those individual records than he's trying to win because he knows he can beat Golden State even if he had Paul George you know yeah. so like his and remember like two years ago he said I'm trying to catch the ghost his way of catching the ghost that's what I think he thinks is by breaking all the records be the highest scorer ever and everything that's how I think it is I, I don't think he's he's actually I don't think his main priority is to win championships and I, I think that's that why people are not going crazy over playing with LeBron yeah, I don't think I don't think his main goal right now is to win championships. Yeah, and and there's another thing with LeBron, man. When you play with LeBron, and we saw that with Chris Bosh, and we saw it with Kevin Love, we even saw it with Kyrie. When LeBron wins, we glorify LeBron, but when LeBron loses, it's always the second or the third guy that's not doing something. And I don't think Paul George really was attracted to that. To that type of you know environment, and yeah. when you look at how he is in Oklahoma, it's totally different. The team loses, you'll see Westbrook be the first to be like, "Yeah, it's all me. I did this. I did that. I didn't do this. I didn't do that." So that's different, you know. It's different when you actually have a leader that's taking the blame, than when you have another leader. Everything for everything negative, you're the one who's blamed. I'm gonna counter you on this because right now LeBron and the Lakers. The Lakers are not doing well. And every time at the end of the game, he doesn't fully take on the blame, but he's like, he speaks like, oh, we could have done better as a team. I could have put up, maybe I, could have, I should have played a little more aggressive, maybe I should have changed this, but it's a team thing. So do you think that that has come with his growth or it's still there because it's LeBron, the name LeBron, and then everyone else comes under? Well, LeBron so is if, if he's winning, everyone is winning. If the team loses or it's not LeBron's fault, it's the team's fault, you'll have to catch up to LeBron. But you got to understand, it's the beginning of the season, right? Mm-hmm. And LeBron at the beginning of the season, he knows how fragile it is if he actually went and called guys out. And it's even more fragile if he's playing with guys that are 20 years old. Like, he could call out on Twitter. And it was not even actually going to call them out, but, like, on Twitter, he would, like, send um, subliminal tweets to Kevin Love. Like, he was, when their first year, it was, like, try, don't try to fade out. Just try to fade in and stuff like that, you know? 
I think he just realizes those guys are young, they're sensitive, you can't actually say, hey, it's their fault. Even though I kind of blame him too, he's not playing that well. Yeah. You know? Uh, he's still and putting up uh, double-doubles. And well, it's not, a, it's not all about double-doubles. LeBron, LeBron misses about 10 defensive assignments per game. You know, like <laughs> you you're actually not doing all everything you're supposed to do on the damn court, and that's why. And when you have the Lakers, who does the Lakers don't really have defensive players. defensive defensively guys who actually motivate themselves to like be that defend that defender. I get and then you put LeBron that's actually not gonna defend. Yeah. Then it's not gonna work. So I'm guessing that's why they signed Chandler. Recently? Yeah, that's why they to signed Chandler. Yeah. To add that little extra. But do you think that's gonna help them that much? Uh, no, it's gonna improve their five position. Yeah. Because uh, who cannot play a full? Uh, who did they sign? Tyson Chandler. Yeah, Tyson Chandler. Recently? He, yeah. Two and days ago. Two oh, days ago. Shit. And he played. He played, played last night. night and oh, he played like, how do you do? I don't know. Oh, he, well, he saved LeBron. He saved he LeBron. LeBron took two ridiculous three shots when the. It was a. It was a two point. It was a one point game, right. and LeBron took two ridiculous shots. And then one Chandler saved him, and another one they. I don't know who, but they managed to rebound it. Yes. Chandler again. Again. Chandler again. He but like you could have been called for a foul on the second one. You know, it's oh, yeah. they pushed yeah, yeah. someone onto. But they're not gonna go. Yeah, but like at that time, it's a couple seconds left. Yeah. And uh, they are playing for their life, and LeBron is not taking the most efficient shot, but it gets saved. Did they make the playoffs? Uh, if, well, Lonzo and Ingram will be traded, so probably. I don't think they are trading Lonzo. Ingram, I can see it. I think they are. I think. Yeah. Uh, when 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 LeBron went to Instagram was like, oh, next king, blah, blah, blah. I was like, ah, you're just trying to like... Because I feel like however much LeBron is in the thing now, they are prepping Lonzo to be the next thing. Not with LeBron. It's like, if, if he doesn't actually become that next thing very soon, by like next year, yeah, at least I'm, I'm they sure have they're to gonna, believe he can. They're going to give him this year, yeah. this season, to get through this year with having someone like Rondo next to him. If he doesn't pick up from a Rondo, if you have Rondo playing next to you as a point and you're playing that, oh, oh you, but you got to pick his brain. But that's an uh, that I feel like that would happen on a team that doesn't have LeBron. LeBron, like, but... You do not only pick his, you pick his brain from training when you're training. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I get what you mean. It's just when you have LeBron, there's no patience for that. If they if they can move you to get somebody better, they'll just do it. And I don't, the way long, bro, he has until January, man. Yeah. I, I, listen, <laughs> let's give them until January. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I feel like if anybody's gonna get traded, it's probably gonna be like a package: Ingram, Caldwell-Po, or Lonzo Ingram. Or Lonzo Caldwell Pope too? Like I, uh, yeah, I really think so. Alright. Okay, so for everyone of you, uh, what are your teams this year? Aside from the Raptors, we all are going to support <coughs> the Raptors anyway. We are from Toronto, but mm -hmm. what teams? Team? What teams do you do you think are going to uh, challenge? Let's let's start with the East. Um, Raptors feel like. They're the thing now. They're yeah. the hardest team in the East. I you think one team is gonna challenge them. Okay, but do you, 
Oh, so you want to know what teams will be good yeah. or what team do we like? Because you said, what are your teams this year? Oh, like what teams do you like from, of course, what basketball, you watch mm -hmm. the teams you like. Okay. And on top of those teams you like, which ones do you think are going to be the challenging ones okay. this season? Right. For like the Raptors, we are going to start with the East. All right. So give me your choices, your opinions, and maybe why. My team right now is the Raptors. I can't even lie. Yeah, the Raptors is we all. No, nah, but like I'm mean, oh, just saying, like okay. you're talking about, you're asking for teams outside mm -hmm. of the Raptors that are my team that I like. I don't really have none because I'm, <laughs> I'm a rap, I'm a Raptors guy. Right or um, not? Yeah, you know, like I was born and raised here too, you know. So, um, but in terms of like problems on on the eastern on the east side, yeah, probably Boston. They're just as deep as us, if not deeper. If, yeah, like, yeah. They're probably, just we talked about this yesterday yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Man for man, we have everyone to match. Like if you put the first, their first five and our first five, yeah. we have everyone to match. But then when we go to the D, to the benches, that's where I'm like, yeah. I see what you mean. You understand? Yeah, we have mean. Van Vliet, they have, uh, what's his name? Rozier. Rozier on the other yeah. side. Uh, we have, who else on the bench? Dylan. Dylan, they have smart, smart on the other side. So, like five or five. Damn. I was starting five. I was starting five. Yeah. Oh, we're clean. We we got everyone. Yeah. You put uh, Kawhi, Tex, Kyrie. Uh, everyone, everyone is. Everyone has everyone mm -hmm. to match them. But then once we go deeper, I need to see our bench face their bench and see how that goes. That's a, that's, that's what I mean by like. Just as deep, if not deeper, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? Um, what do you guys think about Milwaukee? I I think if they can stay disciplined, they could actually challenge and probably surprise. I feel like Milwaukee is the one for me. Is that one team because how Celtics is loaded, how Philly is supposed to be loaded, but they're not playing the way. Everyone expected them to play after that season. Mm -hmm. Milwaukee is the one team in the East that everyone is kind of living behind. So I feel like you're saying they are the wild, the wild horse that might sneak up on everyone and everyone will be like, what the hell is going on? So in the East, yeah. Like, Milwaukee would also be in my team. Yeah, yeah, to challenge to yeah, the top. To challenge the Oh, oh, so you got the Raptors on top of everything. Oh, for me right now, the way they're playing, and I've watched Celtics play, they're playing good, but they're still figuring stuff out. Well, so that's the thing, though. They're still figuring stuff out. You understand? Yeah. But also, for us, we do not, we've not yet fully figured that's true. Kawhi and Green out how we... So, no, but we're having a good start, though. We're looking good. Like, I wasn't really a big Raptors fan, like, my whole life until this season. Like, this season, like, I would say, like, not just the Raptors but like the NBA have been keeping up this yeah. year mm -hmm. more than I have in the past yeah um so in terms of figuring out I think both teams are figuring out how mm -hmm. they're going to work these the, this system their players yeah. but it feels like Toronto has a more grip on it right now than Celtics does but it's a long season yeah. and yeah. It's just the, the season is also the beginning so yeah. most where you really feel it is in the postseason where now play teams are playing for yeah. some. So like we're saying like you're saying from most teams let's give them January until January. Yeah. Uh, you for the East? Mm. For the East man 
Well, I well I definitely think Milwaukee can surprise. Not because they have that. Their team is not that great. Their roster is not that great. It's just when you have a talent like Antetokounmpo, man. Like you have nobody to match. Because Holford, Holford was the one to guard him last year. Yeah. Um, and Holford is just getting older, man. He can't run with that guy. So who are you gonna put now? You're gonna put Jay, um, Jason Tatum or Jalen? Eh, he, he's too talented, you know? So I think with him, if everyone else is responding well, yeah. then, you know, they definitely can surprise us. Um, yeah, I gotta play class stuff. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Uh-huh. Cutting for a bit. Alright, well, All right, it was nice ready. having you. Alright, yo, thanks for having me. Yo, no worries. Uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. I'm uh, we're gonna continue talking about basketball, but for now we're losing one hour guess. <laughs> Easy! Basketball for this season and what he thinks he had to leave. We're still students first, so yeah. uh, he had to leave and go to class. We we're gonna finish this up. But you were saying, yeah, Milwaukee to you. Oh yeah, Milwaukee can surprise us for sure. Um, team in terms of a team that I actually like watching and that can still make some noise is Indiana. I really like watching them. I I really like watching Sabonis. That's true. I really he's, like watching Sabonis, man. Uh, and you mix him with Mitchell. That's yeah. uh, yeah. a whole other. I don't know if you know that about me, but um, I like big guys who can't pass the ball. That's why I love Valanciunas. Like the whole time, people have been saying, "Oh, trade Valanciunas." I'm like, like, who you gonna get, bro? <laughs> Yo, the man can defend. He can pass the ball. Now he, he has a three-point shoot. I, I, I'm not giving him that yet. It's, Dece- still, it's, still it's decent. Like, yeah, but it's compared decent. to the first... Yeah. Like, compared to the way I've seen him transition yeah. since I've been in Toronto, it is a much yeah. better big now. Yeah. And he's, he's taking better shots now, too. He's taking smarter shots. Like, he's, he's, like even Ibaka. I don't know if it's the offense, but him and Ibaka are just not missing. Ibaka just put 34... 34 on a team right 32 or 34, 32 yeah. 34, I forget that game. But Ibaka just dropped 30-something 30, 30 points on the team. It was the Lakers, no? On, oh, there we go. He went 15, yeah, 15, for 15. 15 shots? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just really like Indiana. Just, it's just a preference of, of gameplay for me. Okay. But um, um, I don't know. You say the Raptors are on top. If I were to, like, actually analyze... Do you think something else is... Well, if I were to analyze it, mm-hmm. where both teams are actually playing to their full potential, I think Celtics are definitely on top, just because the Celtics have more players who can create their own shot. That's fact. Yeah. Um, every everybody who who can come who comes off that bench pretty much can. Like you got Morris coming off that bench. Mm-hmm. You got Rozier. Mm-hmm. 
all those guys can create their own shot and they have better facilitators. I'm we got Lowry, we got Valenciunas, we got Ben Bleep, Dylan Wright, mm-hmm. and CJ Miles can create too, but like Celtics just have everybody creating for everybody, you know. I think if the Raptors were to actually if they if, if we meet with the Celtics at some point in the playoffs, we just gotta be very disciplined. That's the only way we win. Because, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. All yeah. of them can create a shot for themselves. Yeah. But I do think there might be a problem if things are not going their way. Most of their players are ISO players. Don't you think it will go to, like, oh, let me dribble mm-hmm. and I'll do my own shot? Or do you think they will still have that team dynamic when shit is not going their way? Um, no, they will still have it because I believe in uh, the coach. That's true. He's I believe, yeah. Um, I believe in Stevens coach. for sure. Yeah, I think they they did go ISO a lot um, last the last playoffs, the last playoffs because yeah. they their real the only real facilitator they had was Holford from the post. Or sometimes he would come out and actually still can pass from that three point mm-hmm. line from the key. Um, but now they have Hayward, who also they actually signed Hayward two years ago to be a facilitator, not yeah. to score. You know, so I think last year, the last the playoffs that just passed, they just had to go ISO because that was their only hope. Because they had Buzier starting, they had Morris, you know, Tatum. All those guys are actually great ISO players. So why not go with your strength? You know, but now with all these guys, they don't have to really. Yeah, because already those players are ISO, but their defense is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When they decide to switch on, mm-hmm. they have defense. That's the only place I'm worried about. But like, oh, like adding Kawhi and Green has also helped to add to our defense. So okay. I guess we'll have to see that matchup between uh, Celtics and, and Raptors. Personally, you've heard me through this conversation telling you uh, Raptors for me are number one. Mm-hmm. Celtics would be number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Milwaukee. Number three? Three, then I will put Indiana. Uh, the rest in the East is kind of like... Not the Sixers? Ooh. Yeah, Sixers would be number five for me. Because yeah. they're not showing. They have not shown up yet. Yeah, I think they gotta get, they got to get rid of faults. If he's, well, I heard, well, I heard a new story that he's not healthy, so maybe that's you know, a factor. But I don't... The team is really, 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 really bad when he's on the, when he's on the court. It's true. Yeah, so I can, I can I do not disagree with that. They said he was working on his shot off in the off season. It doesn't look like it's improved the motion mm-hmm. of the shot. Yeah. But still like he's missing like yesterday I was watching highlights of the game and it was, he came all the way from the back, he brought the ball forward and went for a two and it was an air ball, someone saved it and put it in. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like his work okay. His shot is still in the motion of working, uh, but I don't. I don't think you're right. I don't think mm-hmm. he was ready to be the person through which the Sixers run through mm-hmm. and supply support. I think they should still focus on Ben Simmons being the, the sole way. movement, of, like yeah. the one to move the team forward for yeah. a bit until Falls gets to wherever they need him to be, or trade him and get someone better. They just ha- they just have so much hope though after they saw what he can do in college. Cause, um, the thing I don't really care about that sh- the shot that much because when you look at last year, you saw Rondo on the Pelicans. Well, he's not a shooter, but he would still attack. Uh, Rondo is 
his IQ of the Yeah, game. no, no, that's different. I know, it's definitely two different players. But you still want that player who can shoot to attack. You know, attack. At least do something. Get fouled. You know? Yeah, like, like let the defense on the other side be afraid of you when yeah. you're coming with a ball. Yeah, but he's just not doing anything. He's just there. That's why, like, Sixers, after last season, they would have, like, off the sea, off before the season began, they were in, like, my top three teams. Right now, I just told you they fall to number five. Yeah. Uh, you want to quickly go through your list? Oh, the West. Oh, my God. I love so many teams in the West. That's the, the West is okay. the whole but different level. I say so many because not just the ones I think that can, Well, I don't really think anyone can challenge the Warriors. I just like watching so many teams in the West. I just like it's watching them. constant, non-stop yeah. movement. And I guess since the West, they have the, comp- the, the jargon out of... Warriors, mm. everyone is kind of now playing at the pace Warriors plays. So it feels like generally in the NBA, everyone has kind of transitioned their game. Mm. We're now watching games at 140 yep. points, 120 in a game. The NBA has changed. It what has. The three pointer has now become almost like a two pointer. You know, well, it's funny you said that because when I think about the teams that I like, not all of them actually match that style of play. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, okay. you know, it, I, I, the one team I really like that matches that style of play is, uh, is the Nuggets. That's true. I, I like the Nuggets. The one team that has actually year. been in the uh, Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, like I told you, I love big men who can pass the ball. True. And then you got Jokic there. Jokic you know, there. I like Murray. I like Garrett. I really like Gary Harris. He's a good defender. Murray. He can shoot. He can. He can do everything. But Jokic is my guy. I love Millsap. When you look at that team, they just have every single thing. Just the way they are. It, every player they have just fits. Because you have Jokic right at your five. If you want to go s- smaller, you can put Millsap at the at the five. And Millsap is is still gonna give you that exact same thing with ex- what, with less passing, but pretty much the same thing because he can still pass the ball. He's a good defender, better defender than Jokic, mm-hmm. and he can score. He can yeah. either score in the perimeter or inside. He's a smart player. If you wanna keep, if you wanna stay big, then you put Plumlee at the five. Plumlee is a very good passer. He's a good defender. He's he's not a very good scorer. Like you actually have to assist them for, for him to score. But that's that's okay. Cause so like whoever they put at that five is still gonna facilitate to, for everyone else. And I just love that style of play. And that's gonna you know that's gonna drive me to my next team now, who plays differently, but differently because of the pace. They play very slow. Memphis. I love I've okay, loved yeah, watching they slow, oh, slow the yes, game down. They yes. Slow the game down. And I love I love slow basketball. Okay. That's what I like. Nah, you can me. do it. <laughs> I can watch it but I want a game to move. Like, yeah. I want you know how they talk about the Showtime Lakers, mm-hmm. all of that game. Like I grew I watched a bit of Showtime Lakers. I was younger but I watched a bit of it and now the way basketball is being played currently, Warriors, that fast pace, yeah. I like that. That's your game. The slow game down, like it's good to watch, but if it's slow, 
slow with skillful players is fun. But if it's being slowed down so that you can take control of the game and manage what reduce it, it, it doesn't bore me, mm-hmm. but I lose focus on it. Okay, well, but that's the thing. You said slow, but with skilled players. Yeah. And nowadays, you can only play slow if you actually have no, skilled, skilled players. Yeah, and good. I've liked Memphis for the past what four years since they since Tony Allen was screaming um, all team defense, all team mm-hmm. defense. Yo, I, I actually used to like that guy a lot too. But Mark Gasol is my guy. You know, another big who can pass the ball. You know, and he's just he, and he will post you up. He will keep the ball in his hand for about they, 10, 15 seconds, watching then, everyone move around him. And then, I and remember, then he'll do some crazy. I was yo. one. I remember the game they played with Golden State. They did it something like that. I forget with who he passed it to, mm-hmm. but he was posted, and Green was backing up. Either Green or what's that guy's name? Uh, I forget their number. I forget who, but he was posting him up and who Gasol is uh, playing, and then one of the Nuggets players is coming, and mm-hmm. Gasol is like telling him like move, move, yeah. move. As he's running, he just does that. Yeah, guy picks it up. I and remember that in. play. I remember that play. And I'm like, and that's why I like Jokic so much because he reminds me of Gasol. Just leans on you and moves and moves, and you can't do yeah. nothing about it. Yeah, I just like the way he plays. And then there's. And then another guy I really like on that team you probably wouldn't uh, get. Well, ha- okay, I like him. I like Conley. I like Temple. I really like the very underrated player. He knows how to play. He really knows how to play. He's not the most talented guy, but he's there. He's wherever he needs to be on the court. I just I like great IQ in basketball. And then the one guy no one would actually guess I really like is Kyle Anderson. Slow mo. Okay. This dude is probably the slowest dude in the um, NBA as a perimeter player. I would not. Think oh my yeah. God, he's just so skilled. He is so skilled. When I was like, I'm talking about, I do not watch a lot of Nuggets mm-hmm. basketball, but like when they were playing against the Warriors, I watched it and I see what you're saying. He moves the ball slowly, but he knows exactly yeah. what he's Risky. doing yeah. and where he is. Uh, yeah, no, like I like. You've seen that combination. When I heard they were getting him, he's very scrappy. He's smart. He's just really skilled. I was actually watching um, Gilbert Gilbert Arena's thing, um, his podcast um, the other day, and he was actually talking about Hal Anderson, and he was talking about how he went to his uh, college game of them before he got drafted, mm-hmm. and people were telling, oh, yo, like this guy's so skilled. He's definitely gonna be good at, in the NBA, and he was like. That is definitely a San Antonio player, and who drafted him? San Antonio. True. And like, he's so slow, but you still want to watch him. I think he was MVP of the summer league a few years ago, actually. Oh, no one. Yeah, the man. Bro, well, watch Memphis, man. Okay, Memphis I'll, I'll definitely check my yeah. more games of Memphis. Uh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, I like U- Utah because I love defense, and you know, like I said, I love big basketball, and I like Derek Favors. Uh, his post game is dope, and how could you not like Mitchell? Mitchell. How could you not? That's right. true. What about you? What who do you like in the West? Uh, West. Who do I like in the West? Um, I'll, first, I'll admit this first. I grew up a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. um, so Lakers are my team. But of course, for the last however many years, they've been a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch them a lot. I'm not gonna put them over anyone right now right now 
we even with LeBron, we're still. Oh, we're oh still. they just say we? Are you a Lakers fan? I've been a Lakers fan. It's just one of those things that, you know, you're a Lakers fan when they're winning and then when they're losing, you try to hide yourself, not show up. Uh, now I can actually buy a LeBron jersey and not hate it. <laughs> uh, but, well, so, you, so, you, so you've bought LeBron jerseys before? And no, you hate no. I, I never bought a LeBron jersey okay, because it was okay. just always beef with LeBron. Because whenever he came to, to face the Lakers, we know what happens. What happens? We, most of the times, before after Kobe, but most of the times we lost to him. Mm. So LeBron wasn't my, I wasn't a fan of LeBron. Yeah, he wasn't your favorite. Yeah, exactly. So of course everyone will say Warriors they're the best in the West, but I was hoping that the Rockets would give him a Rockets would come back and give them a challenge this year. Rockets. I, mean, I, I still believe in them. Uh, still, everyone has not started well this season, so even, even them, they've not started well. Um, Spurs are fucking surprising. But, but do you think they're going to get fired? Or do you just like them? I like the way they're playing right now. Okay. I like the way they're playing. Spurs, um, who else? Who else? Uh, Utah. On that Utah, their pace, you like, you like, you know, I told you, I like the first pace basketball. Mm-hmm. So, like, when Mitchell is playing, the way they're moving, mm-hmm. their pace is ridiculous. Those are my teams, but those are like the teams that right now are mm-hmm. uh, looking at in the West. And of course, I watch almost every Golden State game because of the way they play, and I want to see them at some point when they have all the five All Stars on the floor. When Demarcus comes back, oh yeah, yeah, that's oh Demarcus is my guy. I think, well, this year I said I wasn't gonna watch any Golden State game because like every time I've watched Golden State, I only watch two quarters because the game is over after two quarters, you know. So, <laughs> so I think, well, I'm probably just gonna watch one quarter when Demarcus comes. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, you know? even just it watch is, less. Yeah, because for me it wasn't really like. This year when I when I chose the teams I'm gonna watch it wasn't like oh, I'm gonna I I wanted to watch a team that was kind of new that I what they really you know yet about yeah. and one team I actually said I would watch is Dallas I still haven't watched watched them yet but uh, I see in the stats Doncic is uh, killing it's killing it yeah I really wanted to see actually I watched a couple games that's yeah I lied I watched a couple games and oh my God DeAndre Jordan and I'm, and I'm not talking about the free throw. And I'm not talking about the free throw. DeAndre Jordan can pass the ball. He's become something else this season. Yo. Like people were like, was that the right move for him to go to Dallas? Was it? But I'm <laughs> mix yeah. him with. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. When when he first well two years ago when he first agreed to sign with Dallas, was, yeah. was it two or three? Three years ago. Probably three. Three. Probably yeah. Around that time, so. Yeah. I was like, well, how are you gonna leave Chris Paul if all you exactly. if all you do is take logs and exactly? Dump, so everyone know? was like, what the hell was he thinking? Yeah. But now we see Doc Rivers figured it out. No, like he's been using wrong. He's been using him wrong the whole time. Oh yeah. Time. Sorry, Doc Rivers. Yeah, was yeah. using him wrong the wrong way. So. But as a coach, Mark. Um, uh, Carlisle, man. Carlisle oh figured him out, and then you had uh, 
the kid, the new Dante on top of that. Yeah, but like he's not. I'm not just talking simply passing, like assisting. He he nearly had triple double a few games ago. Mm -hmm. He had nine assists, I think. Nine assists, uh, I think. Oh eleven points, eleven sixteen points, or something like that. Yeah. And of course, he's gonna be good on the boards. Well, yeah, that's a no. That's a no brainer. That's DeAndre. So, but uh, man, what what's your? Do you have any? Uh, disappointed teams, or should we take a break before we talk about that? Uh, we can talk about because after this, I want to jump into something that is related both to hip hop and uh, ah, basketball. Ah. But any disappointing teams, Lakers, are disappointing me as a Lakers fan. Um, but why? What did you expect from them at this late like, of the season? Of course, when you get LeBron, there's that LeBron shadow on top that you think he might make everyone else better. And then when they added, when I saw the rumor of Rondo, Javel McGee, we know his uh, defensive prowess. And you saw after uh, when they did not have Lonzo, Ingram, and uh, Kuzma. Kuzma played well that season. So I thought the only way they just can improve on top of that and become better. And now if they become better and then you add LeBron, it's going to make the team at least much better than last season, but the way they've started the season, it's kind of like, yeah, we still need a lot of work. Sure, but you also got to understand, adding LeBron to your team is not adding a role player. Which is you know, true. Yeah. Everything is going to change once you add LeBron only. You know, the, the, the plays those players were accustomed to are not going to be the same. The touches, the amount of touches they were accustomed to, are not the same. You know, so everything changes. So you, you're a Lakers fan, so I would just tell you, just be patient. Still has be patient. All right, my brother, be patient. Okay, I guess yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> my disappointment. Your only disappointment? Yeah, but other teams are more from the East. I already told you, Philly mm-hmm. is the one team I was hoping in the West. So, uh, sure. Uh, in the West, uh, the Lakers. But generally in the NBA, the teams I thought were going to be good this year. Wizards is one of the teams that I'm just like, the hell just happened? Like, uh, something funny? Uh, I'm not disappointed in the Wizards. I'm not disappointed. It's just like, you're supposed to be among the best teams in the East. But mm-hmm. I guess it's truly not working with uh, Wall and Bill, all both of them together. I don't. I, I think it's a coach, actually. Oh, okay. I think it's a coach, and they should have not resigned Porter. They should have they should, not for that amount of money. Oh, not for that amount of money. True. Once I saw it was like a hundred something, a hundred something million dollars. I was like, Kings offered that amount, right? Mm-hmm. So the Wizards, the only way they could resign him is to match that money, and I'm like. You better let the Kings get that guy because he's not worth that money. And they resigned him. And I was like, no, you are killing your franchise. They killed their franchise. Feels like it right now. Yeah, well, what is it? In, um, in four years, um, what's his name? In four years, um, Wall is going to be making about $50 million that year. Mm-hmm. So you cannot trade him. You know, you just got to change the coach. Because I don't think, I think they also between Bill has to leave. Uh, but I don't think Wall and Bill on the same team is working. 
But you need a shooter in two if you if your yeah. one can't shoot. But Wall, if he gets himself in shape, he looks out of shape. Oh well, yeah, he's out of shape. Um, if he gets himself out of shape, he's their shooter. He's their point. Like he's the part. They base. I feel like for me, mm -hmm. they play the same game. Well, well no, Wall, no, no, no. Wall, a fully fit Wall is just a little faster than Bill. Mm, no, I wouldn't think. Well, okay, me for you, okay. I definitely don't think the same. I feel like they not exactly the same game, but the roles they are on the team that do like not the role. I don't know how to explain it, but like if I feel if both of them are on the team, are playing on the game in the game, I don't see uh, a like a big difference. You know, like when yeah, we go yeah. to Portland and you have uh, CJ. McCollum and, McCollum and Leonard. Yeah, you see, when McCollum takes over, he takes over. When who takes over, he takes over. So there's a clear difference. Yeah. Both. I see what you mean. See. But Whereas in the Wizards, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not working. I see what you mean. I personally just think it's coaching, man. Um, I don't. I don't believe in Scott Brooks as a coach for this team. I don't know if he can coach. As as far as I know. Everything I've seen, I don't think he can coach, but maybe he can, and he just hasn't been in, this, in, in the perfect situation. Um, well, I won't say system, because he should be the one creating the system. That's right. That's so he's probably not creating the system that he needs to be creating for those guys. Because in, in uh, Oklahoma, Westbrook was the boss. He couldn't do anything about it. You know... Um, they got rid of him, and now it's just I don't see him being the boss on that team either. Okay. You know? So yeah. I'm not really disappointed in the Wizards. Just bad okay. team. Those are just the teams. Uh, but anyway, so we're gonna listen to a little music, and then we're gonna come back with a topic that you would like. Alright, cool. Let's do this. <laughs>
and them drugs come in hand. Last night, savage bitch, but no, I'm not ran. Hit her with no condom, had to make her eat a plant. And I'm sipping on that codeine, not brand. listen to grime or British music, uh, British rap music, if you want to call it that, but call it grime, drill. I feel like Toronto is starting to wake up to that. I've been listening to grime uh, majority of my life. Um, so I want to play a sudden song. Um, by Lowski, calm down, enjoy. Yeah, greatest of all time. True. So today I was watching, uh, I don't know 
if some of you will be familiar with this, I was watching uh, today's episode of Everyday Struggle, and they were talking about uh, someone sending a question asking, do do they think that the goat, uh, the term goat is thrown around easily now? Every artist calling themselves the goat and the goat and the goat. And, um, Disrespectful to the true goats. Yeah, so do you think it's uh, do you think it's run around easily and which what to you what qualifies an artist or even in basketball a player to be the goat what's your criteria if you have one and do you think anyone can be gold goat and currently in hip-hop and in basketball do you think we have we have people we can refer to as goats right now in hip-hop and in basketball if you want to since uh, we're talking about basketball in bas well, okay, so for me, the criteria I look at the most, besides um, championships, I don't really count the amount of championships we got mm -hmm. in basketball. Mm -hmm. um, I look at the how you change the game, if you change it in a way. And that I think that's kind of, while people say LeBron is the GOAT, I think that disqualifies him. I don't think he changed the game in any way. You don't think he influenced how the game was played? Not in any way, no. I think I think he just I don't know I, I he was just a guy that was you know unguardable he's just been unguardable that's it I don't think he doesn't he didn't bring something new to the game I think Steph Curry I don't think but Steph Curry it, the thing with Steph Curry I wouldn't qualify him as a goat because he's not the best on his team you see what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But he, all, he, but he changed the game, he so that changed the dynamics. Yeah. So it kind of the fact that he's not the best on his team cancels out him being gold. Him, he, him, the criteria of him, of him, him you know, uh, changing the game because okay. the way the game is played right now is just Steph Curry. It's all a result of Steph, Steph Curry. That's true. And Jordan is considered the goat because he changed the game. You know, like with the, all the dunking, and it's just his his way of charismatic way of aggressive or offensiveness. Yeah, yeah, and his game was well. From what I've known, from what I've heard, he just has he, he was just a very charismatic player. The way he played the game was just charismatic. Um, LeBron doesn't have that. I don't, okay. Um, and okay. So um, when he come, sorry. I was gonna try to counter you on uh, LeBron. I feel maybe he has not changed the game per se oh my god he's not changed the game per se how it's played mm -hmm. but he's changed the NBA in general like the f MJ brought NBA to this level you understand oh, like a certain level yeah. okay wait to, which level are you talking okay, about <laughs> you cannot see I was showing you actually, <laughs> but let's say Le uh, Jordan brought the NBA from a uh, a 10 to like a, a 5. Okay. Hmm? And then LeBron picked it up from a 5 to now being a 1. Um, MJ was loved worldwide, was known by everyone, but people knew MJ, they did not really fuck with the NBA like that. And then they, people who watched the NBA then were people who were enthusiastic about 
mm-hmm. basketball, who focus, who followed basketball. But I feel like LeBron has taken the NBA from stuff he's done on and off, off the field, off the court. He's taken, he's become an ambassador of the NBA and has taken the NBA to a different height okay, from the way brands now approach players to offer contracts, <laughs> from the way, I know the world has changed, we have social media, things were different then. But I feel like in that way, LeBron has affected the NBA. So oh, he, for me, he qualifies, he falls, he qualifies to be in the conversation of GOAT. Well, I was talking more on court. On court? No? Okay. Yeah, I was like, I under, like, yes, LeBron has changed the NBA massively, especially with the free agency stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't create free agency, we all understand that. But that the, the power it. players have now, like, look at... Um, Jimmy Butler sitting out games with general soreness. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? Yeah, that he has done. But I'm talking about his influence on court. I, I, ne- I, I never really saw a style of play teams had to adapt to just because of LeBron. Oh, okay. You see what I mean? Like, yes, he's one. You, if you came to play a team, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, mm-hmm. I have to, we have to get LeBron. Yeah, no. Like, but, they like, have, there was no... Oh, LeBron, like, LeBron has... Change the way the NBA in general is. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And I mean, we can all acknowledge LeBron's talents. He's, pro- he's probably the, well, arguably, I'm not gonna say he is. Arguably, he is the. He probably is uh, the most talented basketball player we've ever seen. Just based of based on talent. Talent, athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and and I think that's also what you know when it comes to an artist. Um, pro, most likely in hip hop, I think really what it comes down to is influence. Um, I think the more influential you are, I think the the more you can actually make an argument for yourself as a goat. Like these guys calling themselves goat that are not really goats. They're just they have a few tracks that are pro, you know, that are on top of the charts for a few weeks. And you don't have you a know, catalog. You don't have nothing. yeah, yeah. Like you didn't really introduce a culture you know you have to actually come with certain culture you know like you have kids have to want to be you you know when they're you have to have thousands millions of kids actually saying oh when i grow up i want to rap like you know i don't see any kids saying when i grow up i want to rap like big sean (laughs) like you know i I don't i don't see that you know so oh it's I, it's for me it's influence. Oh, influence. Okay. Yeah. Um for me I feel like influence is part of it, but I also I feel like you should have been in the game at least five years and above. And for me to put you in my conversation mm-hmm. uh, I think they also say this on uh everyday struggle, you have to have at least one classic album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure one classic album in your catalog like not not just pointing out big sean but um because he throws like in in his raps he throws around i'm all for artists believing like oh i'm the greatest you understand yeah i'm all for that like hip-hop is about bravado show your game exactly but when some new artist who has only you've only had like two number ones in the billboard and mm-hmm. then you 
jumping around on the greatest artist of all time. No. Leave that to the people who deserve it. The Jays, the Tupacs, the Biggies, the... Right now, I would say Kendrick, Cole. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wayne. Wayne has... Like, for me, all these people, Young Thug, all of these Leo, 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 whatever that are popping up now, face tattoos, all of this. Uh, these are all children of Wayne. To me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, yeah, some of them would say, oh, we did not grow up with Wayne, but you grew up with Young Thug, who you praised as your best artist. But Young Thug is, for me, just a carbon copy of Wayne with with a bit more melody. It's all good to have your favorite artist. And, okay, yeah, it's it's your goal, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, you can have your own goal, you know? Like, for me, my goal is B.I.G., you know, it's notorious B.I.G. And it's just a subjective thing for me. Is you know, because that's the that's the one artist. If I play him, I can just play him for any type of mood, any that's type of situation. Way, yeah, yeah. If I were to be a little ob- if from if I if I'm being objective though, I think like you said, a goat, you gotta have at least one classic album. If you were to compare that, compare that to sports, you gotta have cha- a championship, right? At least one. And yeah, you gotta be influential. But there's also the to be able to adapt. You gotta be adaptable. Oh you know, yeah, you gotta like be with time. Able, yeah, oh. yeah. When the mute, when the styles are changing, it's not it's it's not like you have to actually ch- do the exact same style that's being done. But still, still be appealing. So like, you have to grow with your crowd. Exactly. So like, you can't be Jay Z and sound like Lil Pump. You can be Jay Z and fit in at the time. Like, release music that, if you release music now, we would still know. Oh, yeah, that's Jay. Yeah, but it's funny you brought you brought Jay Z up because. That's exact. That's that's somebody who's shown that he's been able to adapt. Cause, and not with, he's he's done it with the style of music. Not totally. Like mm-hmm. he's shown that he can, he can, but he doesn't really. He doesn't you know, lose him. He adapts, yeah. but he doesn't lose him. Yeah. So, what what he did with his latest album, I loved. Cause how old is Jay Z now? Old as hell. Yeah. He's not rapping. He's not rapping about going to a hotel with bitches. Smoking sure. weed. Yeah. Yeah. What is he saying? He's he's telling you he's buying a house right now for two million, and in two years it's gonna be four million. Yeah. Why? Because that's his age. It's like he's been, in the age where he's doing real estate. Yeah, that's man. exactly that's adapting. So he's adapting to his age, to you know, like his act, his number one followers, the people that used to follow him in the nineties. You know. Because that's what I, they want to listen to. Exactly. Like now, they are also grown, yeah. grown men who are trying to... So, he's coming now with knowledge rather than... Exactly. Exactly. He's not he still gives you a hint of that old mm-hmm. jigger, the old Jay-Z jigger with you. Uh, but he still comes with, uh, uh, with the knowledge now. I hear you. So, yeah. Yeah, that was... A topic like, because I heard it today while I was watching uh, Everyday Struggle in the morning, and I mm-hmm. wanted to see your opinion on uh, God, or you think everyone, uh, people now throwing it around easy, 
and is it or is it supposed to be you don't mind that everyone has their own uh, opinion on everyone can have a different god can have a different mm-hmm. opinion on something yeah yeah but i the, see what you mean yeah but the criteria i think yeah, you said it's it's personal and it can be objective you put whoever you want in the god but mm-hmm. if you've not been in this game basketball music at least for a couple of years one something you can't tell me you're the goat you can't refer to yourself as a goat so that's our opinion on that um this was episode 4 let's talk about it thank you for listening with us thank you for keeping the support uh, thank you very much ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen everyone listening uh we're going to keep this coming and continue to check out all the other episodes We'll see you next week. And uh don't hesitate to let Graham know topics that you would like us to yeah, talk to, about. To talk about. All right. And we would love to have a couple more guests in here. So if you listen to this and you enjoy what we talk about and you want to host, you want to come and join us, follow me on Instagram as Instagram. Uh we'll keep sharing and advertising more. Till next week. See ya. Peace.